0: Yeah. There we go.
1: How this? Is this, is like, this work? it's, is it working? 18,
0: you know, we're only 18 months into the pandemic. We're gonna figure it out eventually. That's right. Yeah. All,
1: right. <laughs> All right, folks. Welcome to the live version of Bourbon Heritage Month with a couple of drinks to Clark's special guest, Woo! Joanne Street, ladies and gentlemen. Yes.
2: Hello.
1: <laughs> thank you. The thank crowd you. loves you.
2: <laughs>
1: so thank you so much for joining us. We are in the process as uh, you know of redoing our basement to be our studio. This is our partial a portion of our studio. Um so
2: the Wild Turkey tribute.
1: This is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So to we be honest
0: have, it it looks better than my back bar at home I feel like so you all are doing something right.
1: Well truth be told I've been doing this for approximately 25 years. So I've accumulated some stuff and some new stuff. So don't don't hate the player hate the game. So uh tonight we we just want to th- say thank you so much to you now you are the Wild Turkey Portfolio Brand Ambassador, nice. or just I'm sorry, Portfolio Ambassador. Portfolio Ambassador.
0: Yes, yep. <laughs> it's all the all one and the same.
1: Gotcha. Semantics, basically. <laughs> so, so you are, are based in New York, but you're originally from Kentucky. Is that that what I'm understanding?
0: Uh, I'm actually I'm originally from Nashville, Tennessee. Born and raised, gotcha. um, but my grandfather always likes to joke that I, I got away from that Tennessee whiskey and, my, and made my way to the right place. Uh, and <laughs> I made my way up to New
1: York. We appreciate that. Nice. <laughs> and, and listen, I'm sure that uh, just hearing different stories over the years, uh, Jimmy is quite the character.
0: He is, uh, it's kind of funny, a lot of people don't know this, but he's rather quiet at home. Um, my my grandmother is definitely the one in charge at home. And I never really saw the side of him that I do in this industry until I started working here. And it's, he's a completely different person. I mean, I've never seen him talk that much before, the way that people love him and the way he interacts with people. It was a really nice, different side of him that i never seen and it's, it's exciting to still get to see that, even though, you know, he's 80 plus years old and, you know, I'm merely 69 years, 68 years
2: in the industry.
1: It's amazing.
2: Well, I've never met your grandfather and
1: just hearing the stories, I love him.
2: (laughs) He seems so awesome.
1: So we, uh, we actually are in the process of booking a trip in a couple of weeks to go to Kentucky. So hopefully he's around when we get down there. If he's around the distillery, love to to meet him type thing. So Um,
2: awesome. What an honor.
1: So tonight we are talking all things wild turkey, hence the thing up there. Um, (laughs) So tonight we want to talk about... Oh, were you... Do the honors of grabbing the yes, bottle. Yes, I
2: know exactly which one to get. She
1: knows which one to get, which is nice. I'm not
2: sure if I'm wearing the appropriate pants for this.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, at least it, at least it's not those sweatpants that say "juicy."
0: <laughs> I can, I sometimes have to remind myself that uh, yes, we're still kind of moderating a, a post-COVID world, but it's like, am I wearing jeans or am I still wearing sweatpants? Right. Whenever yeah. I stand what
2: pants up in do I have a, on? In a video. <laughs>
1: This is what we're doing. You got to show the label, sweetheart. There you go.
2: Yeah, I did, didn't I? You got to
1: show it to the camera. There you go. (laughs) This is Kentucky Spirit, ladies and gentlemen. So I don't want to steal Joanne's thunder. So would you tell us a little bit about Kentucky Spirit?
0: Sure. So please. We're going to drink it
1: while you're talking. Is that okay? okay?
0: oh that's more than okay uh please ignore (laughs) all of the noise in the background um i do live in new york city and i happen to be out working this evening at one of my favorite whiskey bars in brooklyn so um if you all have ever been to the richardson before in brooklyn in williamsburg it's one of my favorites they they carry lots of wild turkey they um, also have some really great barrel picks here too um and i happen to be enjoying um, a kentucky spirit old-fashioned right now a lot of people might think uh, why would you ever put a single barrel in a, in a cocktail? Uh, it's okay sometimes, not all the time, but it's okay. Right. Um, yep. But this Kentucky spirit is a, is a true hidden gem in our portfolio. You know, this is the closest thing that you can get to old school wild turkey. This is mm-hmm. originally came out in um, 1994. I love telling this story because it, it is truly just the essence of, you know, why our industry is the way we are. But, you know, Jimmy was really good friends with Booker, No, and Elmer T Lee and all of those guys. And um, you really start to see our portfolio expand in like the 80s and in the early 90s. And Booker and Jimmy were definitely talking some crap to each other. And we see Blanton's come out in 1984. And the company was definitely making a push at that time to to start expanding outside of maybe your wild turkeys, your American honeys, your rare breeds. Um, And so Jimmy took that. Uh, he listened, but he listened in his own stubborn way. <laughs> and he pretty much took an eight-year-old Wild Turkey 101 and made it a single barrel. So oh, I beautiful. always like to call nice. him the spirit. I call kentucky spirit um it's wild turkey 101 with a tuxedo on this is an eight and a half year old 101 proof single barrel bourbon um you might know it from you know the 90s or even in the past few years it had a really beautiful uh, turkey kind of feather shaped bottle oh yeah that was the- oh yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 yep yep i remember so that You noticed it on the back bar um, it recently yeah. got a label change in the past few years, so it does reflect, you know, kind of the premiumization that we're trying to, we're trying to, you know, change the minds of of those who look at wild turkey in a different light. Um, but this, for me, is really. The most overlooked product in our portfolio, especially when it comes to to single barrels and the the most delicious stuff that we put out. So if you all do have a bottle at home with you, you can look at the label. It'll tell you exactly when it was bottled, what warehouse it came from. Yeah, it tells you all of that information, which is really kind of fun because as we become, you know, a little bit more nerdy in the industry, we all have... We all have a favorite warehouse right so right some of my favorite kentucky spirit warehouses are like warehouse s um warehouse k occasionally because <laughs> they do tend to be a little bit sweeter um, but, but yeah it tells you all the information on that bottle so if you really enjoy that kentucky spirit maybe you go to another liquor store and you find like a, a specific kentucky spirit barrel pick um and maybe it tastes very similar it has those flavor profiles that you're looking for but this Kentucky spirit is going to is gonna maintain those characteristics of the Wild Turkey 101. You're going to have some spice and some vanilla, but this is going to be very unique because it brings kind of like a, a citrus yeah.
1: sweeter
0: forward yeah. note to it. And that's why that's why I love it in an old fashion. I think the bitters and the simple syrup really complement it very nicely, but... I, uh, I was definitely enjoying some Kentucky Spirit neat earlier today on uh, one of my other calls.
1: Mm, that's awesome. Wow, that is so, so good. So we had a meeting, which mm. you were on, and you took, mm. took us through this um, presentation, which I will say this. I didn't know about the MASH bills. I didn't know that that mm-hmm. was one mash bill throughout every single product for the bourbon and then one specific mash bill for the rise. And the fact that you guys can, it, it speaks a lot to how how talented Jimmy and Eddie are to create these different products with the same recipe. It, it, it blows my mind that that's, that that's the way that is. It's it, You have some other places that are doing, Well, oh, we got like 10% of this extra, and Kind of this and kind mm-hmm. of that, but you guys have the same exact non-GMO grains going into the mash bills, which is um, it's blows my mind. I think it's awesome.
0: Yeah, and I think that also attests to, you know, I don't think there's any bad bourbon out there. Of course, I love when no, I agree. enjoy Wild Turkey wild turkey I, i'm very happy but a lot of people don't realize in kentucky it's, it's not very competitive at the end of the day is as, as long as you find a bourbon that you enjoy and you love that that's all that really matters it doesn't matter if it's wild turkey or if it's jim beam or four roses or makers mark we're all right. really kind of like a close-knit family but one thing that really makes us kind of stand apart from some of some of those other brands is we do have one bourbon mash bill so that means whether you're drinking wild turkey 101 russell's reserve 10-year bourbon rare breed or this kentucky spirit it is all coming from the same mash bill but the beauty of what a distiller and a blender does is taking that same mash bill and taking barrels from different parts of the warehouse um different ages blending them together commingling them together Um, or in this instance when we're talking about Kentucky spirit finding that perfect barrel that meets those what we would consider you know requirements or or taste profiles that makes a Kentucky spirit a Kentucky spirit so for example Kentucky spirit is about eight and a half years old when we look at the barrel maturation process in between that kind of like six to eight eight to ten years old what's happening inside that barrel is a lot of those kind of fruitier flavor profiles from the toast and the char of the wood mingling with the mash bill and the, the distillate inside of that barrel are really starting to come to life. So you might get things like, um, sometimes we associate dried fruit or stone fruit uh, with whiskey. Um, for me, I get a lot of like citrus and a little bit of sweetness in this profile mm-hmm. because it is sitting right around that eight and a half year old age range.
2: That's I off. do I do taste that citrus in it. I do. Yep, I do. I do.
0: One of my favorite ways to enjoy this, too, is uh, for the longest time, if you take an orange and you throw it in the freezer for a little bit and then just drop it into Kentucky spirit meat, it's really delicious. Even oh, cool. expressing mm-hmm. like an orange peel, like expressing an orange peel over the, over the Kentucky spirit meat or even on a rock, it really helps to kind of heighten those citrus flavors that you see in this product.
1: That's That's a great idea. So tonight we are we always when we do our live shows we always taste the product neat, which it's beyond great. It's wonderful. Um, Also, too, we make a cocktail. So through the magic of television, we're going to make a cocktail. (laughs) I just have to grab one product. Hang on. (laughs) Everything. Listen, that's the best part about doing this whole new set is everything's right there. I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> so we are going to do. I, you can't really see us, just because we didn't really think this out. But anyway,
2: <laughs> we're not very good thinkers, apparently.
1: So we are going to make the paper airplane.
2: All right. This is right from the Wild Wildfish website. This
1: is one of the cocktails on the website, but it's a classic, and uh, it it involves a lot of. Products that Campari uh, handles. So
0: funny enough, I don't know if you know this, but this is actually maybe like my top two favorite cocktails.
1: Beautiful. And, really? yeah. What are the chances?
2: I know, right? <laughs> Mind
1: reader. <laughs> so we are doing, oh, I uh, We're going right. to do the Amaro.
0: Okay. Yeah, so. so a paper plane is a really delicious, like, it's a little boozy because you do have Amaro a lot of bourbon, a, a, a Amaro yes. bourbon, um, Aferol, Apple. and then of course some yeah. lime juice. So it is a little yeah. boozy, but it's refreshing and delicious. And for me, it's like a really, really great, it's like hot afternoon, summertime, into fall cocktail, refreshing, citrusy forward. You know, even if you're not a bourbon drinker, you can definitely enjoy a paper plane.
1: Yeah, and I have the little I have the travel size Aperol and I also have the big Aperol.
2: And I've never had that. I don't think I've ever had this. What is this?
1: It's Amaro. It is what a is bitter this? liqueur. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: so Averna
0: is a is an amaro that we also have in our portfolio. Um, yeah. but it's going to have the bitterness that kind of kind of evens out and mellows out the sweetness from the lime juice and the Aperol.
2: Okay. Nice.
0: So, for example, Aperol is also a bitter, but whenever we look at, like, the bitter scale, Aperol is kind of the sweetest bitter out there, where Havana is going to be kind of in the middle to the higher tier of bitter. So it kind of balances out very nicely.
1: Nice. So I've never had a paper airplane, so here we go.
2: Neither have I. I can't wait.
1: (laughs) So now here's the scary part for my wife.
2: Oh, this thing. This this thing is the I don't like it. You better make sure the top is on. Listen,
1: so we we of course you go online and you you see all these advertisements. It's almost like driving down the interstate and you get you know hoodwinked and all these weird things. This thing is awesome. This is called the Elevated Craft Cocktail Shaker. Check this out. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> I swear. <laughs> It's gonna come flying off
1: so, today. So here's the. Somebody actually was thinking. So as an old bartender, we we even have shows from cocktails at eight that we used to do, uh, where I would get I would actually get the metal shaker stuck. And I couldn't get it open <laughs> just because of the vacuum. Well, this thing, somebody was thinking smart, and it's got basically like it screws in on the cap and on the the strainer portion. So you can just do this all the time. <laughs> And it's it's insulated so it doesn't freeze your hand. So I could just do this like for twenty minutes if you wanted.
2: Joanne, I swear one of these times this thing is gonna come flying off this. Actually, our
1: our, <laughs> our blender top almost doused us the other night.
2: <laughs> I was gonna give it. him a little
0: I was um, gonna give him a little trick of the trade because I personally yeah um also did not i i've never been like a professional bartender or bartender but i've learned a lot at home um you're supposed to always shake away from you like (laughs) the top away from you just in case it does come off but i don't know Mm -hmm. if that would benefit her so maybe just shaking
2: towards
1: yourself All about me.
2: (laughs) he always shakes away from him (laughs) but it happens to be pointing towards me
0: Just make sure he shakes towards him now, just in case.
1: Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for the support. It'll never, it'll never, ever come off. Trust me.
2: (laughs) So here we go. All right. Cheers to you. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you. you. Cheers. Cheers, love you. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That you know, here's the thing. I, I can
2: see why you love this one.
1: I love I oh it. gosh! It's cool because you can taste the Averna. Yeah. You can taste the Aperol. It, it, it's, it's beautiful. It's one of those almost layered cocktail flavor profile. And the
2: bourbon is so smooth. Mm. Oh, it's so good. It you refreshing. have to be
0: careful with that one. Like I said, especially if you're using high proof whiskey. It is, oh yeah. uh, it is one to be enjoyed.
1: <laughs> wow, so, so good. That is that's truly amazing. I think I'll, I'll think we'll have those more often.
2: <laughs> I know we will.
1: <laughs> so um, so basically we we also did a show um, commemorating Jimmy's 67th year at Wild Turkey uh, a few few weeks ago. Now, if it wasn't for your grandmother, he wouldn't be working there, is that right?
0: That's absolutely right. A lot of, it's funny, I was actually doing a class earlier and I had some people asking like, oh, what is it like to be the first female in the family to work for the brand? And uh, it's always fun to say that my grandmother is actually the reason that we're all here. So, uh, Granny Jo is what we call her, Jimmy's wife. Um, She was working at the distillery um, as the secretary. Um, and I think she had her eye on Jimmy for a little while and he initially wanted to be a professional baseball player, but, uh, they started dating and she said, you know, it's time for you to get a job. Uh, I can get you a job here at the distillery and and that she did. And the rest is kind of history. He started working in the sensory lab and you know, here we are almost six decades later, he, he's still working at wild Turkey, definitely sticking around to make sure we don't ruin anything, you know, ruin the (laughs) legacy that he's built. (laughs) <laughs> Between uh, myself, I my son, my uncle, and my cousin, but uh, yeah, so, he, was, um, uh, he was at the distillery today. He was hanging out. Um, but yeah, I'm actually the, the second female in my family, uh,
2: not the first. That's
1: awesome. Good for you. That's, that's awesome.
2: awesome. That is awesome. I love I, that. It,
1: it's it's a great story. It really is. It's a great story. So, basically, you ladies, <laughs> it's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I thought that you men her successful. Yeah, sorry about that. You
1: are so correct. <laughs> you are so correct. That is amazing. That's awesome. So now, mm-hmm. uh, the story goes, as far as I've heard, is when now your cousin Eddie's Eddie's son is is Bruce, doing yeah. something. Is, is it
0: Josh?
1: Bruce. Oh, Bruce. I'm Bruce. sorry. See, I totally missed that one. So <laughs> the story, from what I understand, is. When he started working, hello. he started working with Wild Turkey, that your grandfather gave him like a, his notebook.
0: Yeah. So, you know, back in, the, back in the 50s, so Jimmy started working on September 10th of 1954. Um, and back then, you know, you didn't really hand out your mash bill or, or anything like we do today. You know, today it's a little bit different. I could go out. Give you my, you know, giving you my Mash Bill recipe, but you're probably not going to have the same yeast strain. You're probably not going to be able to consistently make whiskey the same way that we do at Wild Turkey because, of, you know, there's so many factors that go into it. the the fermentation batch size, the the percentage of grains, the amount of water, the type of water, the type of still that we use. But when Jimmy started back in 1954, right, if someone else got a hold of your recipe and made it better than you did you're in a lot of trouble, right? So uh, he actually had all he has a notebook of these handwritten notes. Um, And funny enough, he showed me a few weeks ago that my my mom actually like drew in this handwritten notebook that my grandfather has of, you know, the mash bill, the percentages of grain, the amount of water, why we let it ferment for so long. Um, And he has that he has that at home with him. And we always like to joke around, you know, Jimmy came in. He started in the sensory lab, right with the master distiller. Uh, Eddie came in. He was uh, working in the warehouse, pushing around 500-pound barrels. You know, doing some of the hardest labor that our distillery does. You know, these are 500-pound barrels, and they're some oh, yeah. of the hardest workers oh, yeah. at our distillery. He spent a majority of his career there, and then Bruce and myself came in, and the company was like, "Hey, here's um, here's some money." Go uh, travel the United States. Talk about wild turkey. Uh, live the good life. Enjoy great cocktails and great food. Uh, so it's always fun to joke around that you know Eddie had to Eddie had to put in some work, but I think us us grandkids definitely got a little bit more love than he did.
1: It happens all the time. <laughs>
2: uh, awesome stories. Yeah, it's
1: awesome. it's, it's really cool. That's that's what's great—the family aspect of yeah. Wild Turkey. Yeah, is is the the fact that you trace everything back to Jimmy, but you know Eddie's also involved and Bruce and yourself. Yeah. It, it's really cool that on this scale, you guys are still family. You know, family values. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean,
0: don't get me don't get me wrong. It's a it's a lot of tough love in there. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, all it, good things it, have tough love. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's challenged me in new ways that I never thought it would. And and it's given me an opportunity to grow closer with my family. You know, like I said, Jimmy was very kind of quiet at home. And I don't think I ever heard him say more than like 30 words. And then I went to the distillery and I was like, you talk?
2: Like it's the, the same water, you, know?
0: you know, it's the it's the same way with Eddie too. Eddie Eddie's probably the quietest of all of us, but you get him in front of a group of people, um, and, and he he doesn't stop, especially when you get him talking about things that he's super passionate about. Um, and then, you know, Bruce and I, we'll just talk for hours, even if it's to like a brick wall. So
2: that's awesome. Sorry. That's
1: awesome <laughs> story in my life.
2: Talking yeah. <laughs> to a brick wall.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. <well. laughs> oh, I think
0: they call that selective hearing.
1: That's yeah, yeah I mean. something, exactly. Something to that effect.
2: Yeah, something. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I'm enjoying this meat. I'm mm-hmm. drinking yours because this is really
1: <laughs> I did all the cocktailing and you're drinking my booze.
2: It's so good.
1: So when we first started doing this, Joanne, uh, it was when everything was locked down. We did 55 shows in a row every night. Oh. And she didn't necessarily have the bourbon palate, if you know what I okay, mean. Okay, I
2: can honestly tell you I had never had a sip of bourbon
1: Neat, neat.
2: In my life, yeah. neat, until we
1: started, we started doing, doing the shows. These yeah. shows.
2: And now I am, it's either bourbon or wine. Now, I, I mean, I don't even go to anything else anymore. It's, it's mostly bourbon. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's why we have all this other stuff over here. You're not seeing the other sides, but it's full of vodka and stuff. So and we don't touch that unless, bourbon. you know. Family comes over, but yeah. I so won't, I, 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 won't won't my, uh, I won't spill my
0: I won't spill my dirty secrets either. So we can keep it. We'll keep it in the safe circle.
1: Yeah, she she's really come around as far as being uh, able to just uh, try things, neat, even some of the higher, you know, even like barrel proof stuff. She's God bless her. That's my girl.
2: <laughs> I got something right. <laughs> You
0: know, that's really amazing though, because we were talking about this earlier, and I, I got a question. It was, you know, what's it like being the only female in your family that works at the distillery right now? And it's really, it's really exciting because even when I worked at the distillery. Um, at the visitor center, sometimes I would get women that came in with their spouses or, or whatever and I'd be like, oh, you know, I don't really drink bourbon. But I think that's the beautiful thing about who we are as a brand is there really is something in our portfolio for everyone, whether, you know, you're not a bourbon drinker and you maybe gravitate a little bit more towards American honey, or you maybe enjoy like a Russell's 10 that's a little bit lower proof, or you really love a rare breed, neat on the rocks or, or in a Good boulevardier from time to time. Um, I think that's that's something that we take a lot of pride in, and I take a lot of pride in as a female in this industry is knowing that it is it is an acquired taste, and the more you enjoy it, and the more you get to sample it and taste it, you know, as we're responsible adults and we responsibly taste it and enjoy it, and uh, right. Right. you know, not enjoy. always not always right. have the fun with it. Um, you, you get a I new think- appreciation for it.
2: Absolutely. I I do think what my husband made me do, which makes me appreciate it a little bit more, is every time we mixed a drink, he would make me taste it neat first. And I'm so glad he did that because now when I taste a bourbon, I can actually taste all the notes that you talk about, whether it be caramel or sweet or vanilla or citrus compared to... You know, if you're tasting the the oak or the cinnamon or the, you know, it's just it, it's it's definitely different
1: as got far you. as that goes. Yeah, I gotcha.
2: You got me. Yeah.
1: Finally, took a pandemic.
0: And every everyone tastes a little bit differently. You know, I could yeah. uh, I could tell you I taste one thing, and you could be like, you're crazy. I've never tasted that in bourbon before. But you know, that's right. I like to plug in there sometimes. Us females do have a few more taste buds
1: uh, in we our do. palate. You do. You do. do. We do. Females have a better palate. My buddy Forrest told us all about it. And, uh, you know, coming from the. I don't know. (laughs) I forget. Forrest, I love Forrest. He told me once, I forgot. Probably because we were drinking. But anyway, but coming from doing a lot in the wine industry, the whole thing about tasting different things within a product is really what a person has experienced in your life. If, if you've only eaten uh, chicken and potato and broccoli, you're not going to get the subtle nuances from wine or even spirits with mm-hmm. with just your limited range of what you've experienced in your life. Right. So the more you have experiences you have, the, I think the better palate you have. So
0: mm-hmm. just man, Absolutely. It. I mean, to, to be very honest with you, I did not grow like Before I entered this world, you know, I didn't know what what good vegetables taste like because I was just never a vegetable eater. But I I soon realized, you know, if everything is cooked properly or seasoned properly, I mean, I have I have not had a bad meal since. Like I went home and my mom was like, you eat asparagus now. Are you okay? You know, Because I I never ate that growing up. But it's kind of like whiskey and wine and, and spirits in general, you know. The more you taste it, the more you enjoy it. Even if it's a sip here or there, you start to build a palate, and then you start to, you know, add a drop of water here or there. And it, you can tell the flavor profile just doesn't drastically change, but maybe you bring out a different, you know, a different flavor in that flavor wheel of, of spirits that we get to look at, whether it be, you know, maybe something that's oaky or maybe that's something that's like a dried red berry or um, something that's like, a Twix bar tasting there there's so yeah. many different things like fig or whatever there are so many different things that you can taste right. but if you're if you're right. like you said if you grew up eating these these three things it's gonna be a little bit you know you just have to be patient and continue to taste yeah. like at first, yeah. it, at first
2: it, might,
0: it might be really hot on the pile on the palate. it might be you know what we consider like the alcohol burn add a little bit of water to it and then slowly add less water to it and enjoy it in different ways, whether that be in
2: a cocktail, on the rocks. um, Exactly. uh, Drink it the way you like it. That's what we always say. Absolutely. Drink it. Drink it the way you like it. Just drink it and drink it responsibly.
1: Yeah. and Absolutely. I've talked about this before. We've, we've, we've had different marketing people over the years. You know, this is for the demographic from 35 to 47 and you know this is only for millennials and and uh my buddy larry uh morris taught me something years and years ago um this is for people who are legal drinking age to dead so (laughs) so (laughs) it doesn't matter we don't care if you put it on your ice cream or on your salad i've had it on my ice
2: cream it's good
1: But it's just, you I am know,
0: not above a little American honey on top of some
2: vanilla ice cream. I 100% agree. I tell you, I
1: love American <laughs> honey sours. Those things are, oh, un- you don't s- need simple syrup. You know,
0: or you know, it depends on the day, but a little American honey uh, on your
2: pancakes. I guess it depends on the type of week you're having.
1: Ooh, pancakes. I like it.
2: I cannot tell you how many American honey sours I had him make me. Sitting out back on the porch this summer, I was like, "Oh, please, just make me one." That's why it's so not good. back
1: behind us.
2: <laughs> I may have drank it. I may have drank it all.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, listen, we don't want to keep you any longer. We, we truly appreciate it.
2: Enjoy your evening.
0: Thank, no! Thank you all so much. Thank you all so much for having me. This has been so mu- as much fun as like. All the sessions that I've watched in the past. Um, if we appreciate have that. Thank questions you. Questions about uh, if you all ever you. have any questions about wild turkey, please follow me on social media. It's at Joanne Street. Um, I'm here to answer all your questions. It's it's been this has been really a, a wonderful time, and uh, I'm just great. happy to be able to talk talk whiskey yeah. at one of my yeah. favorite
1: places. awesome! Yeah, we, we like so. I said we we truly appreciate you coming on, and we we love the fact that. That the family is continuing to do what they do. And we will be down there and yeah, we're leaving a couple October
2: of, 11th. Yeah, we're headed so, to Kentucky.
1: So we gotta Woo! we gotta have our buddy Brian hook us up at the distillery for a tour. Yes and you know hang out and stuff. So
2: thank you. We appreciate you. Joy Cheers, and thank everyone. You so much. Cheers.
1: And, and listen, this is one of our Cheers. things. Cheers love, you. Cheers, love you. Cheers, love you. Have a good evening.
2: Thank you so much again. Have a great night. Bye.
1: Cheers, everybody.
2: Are we still on it?